following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Hour 3 of Radio Law Talk. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and informative talk show on the earth other than the fun and exciting and informative alien alien shows. shows. That's right. I have Todd Kuhn to my left, Denise Dirks to my right, Cal Hunters behind the glass. Hour 3, we're ready to roll with a case or no case. We're going to finish up on this exciting, interesting Sumner Redstone information we talked about. It is January 12th, 2019. We are in the new year. This is our second show of the new year, and it's already taken off. If you want to call us, it's 855-LAW-RADIO, which is what phone number, Denise? 855-529-7234. Or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Welcome, Amargosa Valley. Thank you very much for being involved in Radio Law Talk. Uh, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. If you want to uh, some legal advice, do not go to the local judge and tell them you heard it on Radio Law Talk. Seek legal counsel uh, close to you or one that specializes or handles that type of law that you would like to seek I out. I like the Amargosa Valley. We do too. But so, Your Honor, on Radio Law Talk, Fred Penny said... Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I, well, I'm sure the judge would probably say... You're right. You win. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's yeah. Probably what oh, Fred said it? Uh, well, yeah. oh, sustained. sustained. Move on. Move on, yeah. <laughs> I, I should just go in there and stand there. Yeah, that's right, Your Honor. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> hey, you know, we're talking, we're going to get it to the case or no case in a minute, but let's finish up on Sumner Redstone, the rich Viacom um, CBS uh, owner. Right, he had a he had a companion, an ex-companion named Manuela Herser, and Manuela actually brought lawsuits against Redstone's daughter because um, she took over for her dad in, in a lot of the companies and, and even in managing her dad's affair. She brought a federal racketeering lawsuit against Sherry Redstone and her family members, and she also uh tried to make a claim as against a lot of properties that Redstone had, including a multi-million dollar apartment in the prestigious Carlisle Hotel in, in yeah, New York. New York, yeah. And, and this went from where the a Redstone family offered her $30 million to settle, and she refused to. Right. And what has happened now? Um, now, mind you, that Redstone's worth $4.5 billion. Um, That's billion with a B. Billion with a B. But they've also spent an estimated one. $150 million, these gals. The, those gals, including, including Hertzer. Right. And um, so what happened recently now? They settled. They settled. For? Boop, wait. Wait, get ready for the... Wait, you know, we always have to do this, Cal. We're not prepared. Get ready for, like, a, uh, the drum roll. If you do, do you have a drum roll? Okay. The, okay. <laughs> well, that's no. the wrong drum roll. <laughs> Actually, that's a good drum roll because this is what they settled for. Denise? Hertzer paid the Redstone family oh. $3.25 million. So instead of taking $30 million, she pays $3.25 She pays to get rid of it. And she has to agree to drop all these other settlements. And Redstone, now what, what the next stage of the case moves on to is whether or not the amendment that Redstone made to his trust, removing uh, Hertzer from the trust, is valid and going to hold up. Here's the other. Can, can you see the lawyers in the back room? George, when we were talking about this, I told you to take the $30 million. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. I, I said that we could get $40 million. No, you said... You said don't take it, and I didn't take it, you stupid. Well, we do know who won uh, big in this case, and that would obviously be lawyers, because there were so many intricacies and different types of law and, and different cases that came out. And then once once the daughter hit upon the elder abuse, everything went, stop, and it turned around completely, and it was a really brilliant idea to take that task and it was true so if you took that much money from somebody and and that person really is of the mind that they can't speak out because he had a he had a speaking disorder remember he couldn't speak and he actually ultimately got somebody to speak on his behalf that was appointed by the court and i think that just caused everything to turn around happens a lot of times with these very wealthy individuals mainly men that as they get older and they lose their their senses and they're not quite there, um, and I'm not going to get into detail of a friend, a close friend, that the same thing, an individual that was a police officer and very conservative and, and, and wouldn't spend a nickel on anything that all of a sudden started giving away his money to people that's like, what? And, and, and a broker who actually we uh, I was involved as a lawyer, threatened to sue, that came in and got him to give him a bunch of his money uh, – that, that he had in his, yeah, in his and, savings. And that's elder abuse. And the other part that's elder abuse is if you try to get them to change their wills, their trust, right. and put you in. And this change, that recent change Summer just did, was the 40th time he had amended his trust. Can you imagine? Yeah, 40 that's times. That's a lot. Well, here's the, if you feel sorry for them, the ladies that instead of getting $30 million, they had to pay out $3.25 million. Just remember, that means they only <clears throat> received how much? 147 million because right. they spent approximately 150 million over the time period they were hanging out with them. You know, it, something to to learn from this is this type of elder abuse, um, alleged elder abuse, however you want to talk about it. This is not in just the wheelhouse of the rich. Okay, we see this. I used to prosecute elder abuse when I was a prosecutor, and uh, we see this happen. All the time, where folks and and where, where folks go in and take advantage of the elderly, and I'll tell you, if you have, I know we don't give advice on radio law talk, but as a cautionary tale, if you have family members that you need to maybe have an in-home caregiver, or or you have anything like that, by all means, don't think, if I have the in-home caregiver, I am free to no longer have to worry about, you need to keep track of everything that's going on. If, if, if I had a dime for every story I heard about the in-home caregiver going in, and right. then 30 days later, magically, the in-home caregiver's name shows up as a joint tenant on the house. Or the diamond that was missing, that was the, the diamond ring that was uh, sitting in the, the, the drawer. Now, I should tell you that people know about mandated reporters. If you take a child into the emergency room and the, and the doctor feels like there was abuse. They're a mandated reporter. They're supposed to call the police to report it. Teachers are supposed to call to report it. Well, the same thing is true for financial institutions if they suspect that some form of 
that some form of elder abuse is going on. So when something awry comes along, you know, the the caregiver or the new younger um, assistant or whatever comes in, and all of a sudden the hundreds of thousands of dollars are being put in their name, the bank accounts being changed, they have an obligation as a financial institution to contact the authorities to see what's up. But don't rely on that as your fail-safe, folks. Keep an eye on your on your elders. And on chattel sure. property as well, yes. because it's not unusual for items to all of a sudden mysteriously disappear. You know, you say that, Cal. I had an attorney that is a retired, a wonderful lawyer that worked for our firm, a very good lawyer, very bright. His father was a doctor. And he, she, it's funny how he married to his wonderful bride for, I don't know, 45, 50 years, whatever. She passes away and he starts going down. And he's a very well-to-do doctor. And sure enough, he had to go in there and really, uh, he got remarried like a few years before he passed away. And all of a sudden, stuff started disappearing. And, and, and this attorney had to get in there and get a court order to get involved and, and make, because this is, quote, the spouse now, right? Right, yeah. and banks are reluctant to do that for that very reason. Right. They're kind of slow acting in many cases, I right. think. Right, yeah. right. So you see, you have to, like Todd and Cal said, you have to be very careful. Again, I know a family member that there is a, a, a ruby that's missing, you know, and there's wow. caregivers. You know? Wow. And so, I'm not, there's good caregivers out there, don't get there, me wrong. There are, yes. But uh, we're going to be back and talk. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court ruling against this foreign firm we talked about last year, uh, last week. And also we're going to talk about the uh, Olivia de Havilland's uh, lawsuit. That's She's 102 years old. We'll be back right after this. This is Radio Law Talk. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at pennyandassociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, 
Don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and bailing company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp-made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Hi, this is Sophie Winnick, longtime distributor and user of Longevity products. In the last few years, my family went through a crisis. Everything else in my life, including my business, had to be put on the back burner. Thankfully, life is getting back to normal now. But the one thing I never had to worry about was my business and my monthly commission. I've been a distributor for Longevity for over 17 years, since before it was Longevity. And I've got to say, the most amazing thing about this company is the people. While my family was in crisis, other distributors stepped in and helped my customers simply because that's what Longevity people do, even for people they don't know. For me, it has never been about getting rich. It was about a product I could stand behind, a company I could count on, and a monthly commission check that has never not once been late in 17 years. Longevity is truly a business for everyone, even people who have too much to do. I'm Sophie Winnick. I'm just like you. I have a real life, real ups and downs, but I know I will always have Longevity. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. around the world the world this is radiolawtalk.com radio law talk and radiolawtalk.com now with everybody's favorite exciting fun game the game of the century we're going to call it case or no case now it's time to play case or no case is that a good like did I, was that a I, good? I think you know i'll tell you what if there was ever a challenge to the name yeah. a, a cow's uh skunk the, what was it yeah the, the or the uh, skunk the stars skunk i think the is stars <laughs> i think is what we're doing yeah. all right so now ladies and gentlemen i take you to the san francisco bay area oh that's in, a case in California, where a man was breathing oh. case <laughs> Ed Case and the plaintiff wins. All right, let's go next. (laughs) A very prominent and red-hot comedian had a silent problem. Occluded arteries. Heart attack waiting to happen. So he goes to his doctor, says he's feeling a little winded. His general practitioner said, you should see a specialist. He happened to be, uh, he lived in San Francisco, but his cardiologist was down in L.A. And the GP said, I don't think I would travel. I think I'd go to a cardiologist in San Francisco. So he did. They did all the tests. They confirmed. By the way, this was in 2001, I believe. They did all the tests, and they confirmed that he did indeed have two blockages. So they went in, cracked his chest. That was the state-of-the-art treatment back then. Cracked his chest, bypassed 
the arteries. And after the surgery, the comedian sits with the family physician for a checkup and a review of everything and said, so how do I look? The doc says, well, you look okay, but they fixed the wrong artery. The comedian says, uh, doc, why don't you let me be the comedian? Doc says, well, seriously, they fixed the wrong artery. The comedian was a red-hot property at the time, missed out on a lot of work while he recuperated. By the way, having been there myself, bypass operations take six to eight weeks before you even start feeling close to normal. And that cost him a lot of appearance money, even a guest shot on a popular TV game show known as The Hollywood Squares. And so, ladies and gentlemen, and Todd, we will start with you this time. I will ask you, is this case or no case? And by the way, today, if in fact it is a case and you think you're really smart, I'll give you a bonus point if you can name the comedian, if in fact this is a case. Go ahead, Todd. Well, 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 (laughs) for reasons that I shan't disclose, I am going to say no case. You say what? I'm saying no case. No case. This is purely fabricated by Cal, and I have a specific reason why I think that is, and I am going to say no case, Cal. Well, all right. Mr. Penny, what say you? Um, I have also some information to believe and know this is a case. (laughs) And not only is it a case, and I will opine why later, but the plaintiff prevails. And the reason is, this is what's called, there's HIPAA laws in California, um, but there, which is basically malpractice, suing doctors. It's very complicated. There's rules that you got to follow. Is that a hungry, Notices. hungry HIPAA law? It's, there's a lot. <laughs> but the fact is, uh, and actually you are capped by the amount of attorney's fees and you are capped uh, well, by the amount of damages. Yeah, damages, but the attorney's and fees are, are lowered. The more money you make, the less attorney fees that you receive, um, which allows, which a lot of attorneys then say, and I know the public out there is going, and, but most, <laughs> guess what happens with these lawyers? They, they don't do, take them. Yeah. You don't take them. Then it's, people don't get that part of the plaintiff's bar. It's like, well, of course we should lower the plaintiff's, you know, uh, case low, uh, uh, the plaintiff's lawyer's fees. Well, guess what? Now they're not going to take them, and people are out there trying to do it on their own, and the courts hate it because they're dealing with improper people. They're trying to deal with it. So, But anyway, this is a case, and uh, they win, and this individual's name is Chevy Chase. Oh, there you go. Okay, so we've got, we've got, a, we've got a three-prong answer from Mr. Fred Penny. All right, Denise Dirks, uh, case? Uh, how much time do we have, Donna? Three minutes, three minutes. Got okay, we've got so plenty of time. Case or no case? Well, my instinct was it was a case, too. And my instinct was that this is a clear malpractice action if they actually operated on the wrong side. I was thinking more on the lines of, um, but I can't remember the guy's name. He's already deceased. Um, He was a um, very, very funny comedian. Oh, 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 I know who it is. You're thinking of... uh uh, Uncle Buck is what you were thinking of. John Candy? No, I wasn't thinking of John Candy at all. I was thinking of um, uh, the, the, the one that. Live? On Saturday Night Live? No, Pride, Richard Pryor. Oh, Richard. Oh. oh, he's not from San Francisco. 
expecting it. By the way, this person was, was 42 years of age. In uh, alleged, according to my scenario, he was 42 and is still living. Okay, I said okay. Chevy Chase. Um, and he is still living. So that rules out Robin Williams. Um, that could be Chevy Chase. You know what? I'm just going to follow the leader. Chevy Chase. Oh, oh. <laughs> that means I get more points than her if she followed me. Oh, I, by the way, I didn't <laughs> tell you. Yeah. If you guess the comedian and you get him wrong... Minus point. No. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm mean, but All I'm not right. that mean. All right. Let's, um, I want to hear this. I'm excited about this one. Well, I, first up, the, now before we go forward, I'm going to give each of you, I'm just going to give you just a little bit more information. Okay, why don't we, and then we'll let us up, tell us why we said, wait till everybody's done, and then we're going to tell you why we thought yeah. what we thought. I, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not, I don't want to say until after it's over, until okay. after I hear the I, answer. I want to say it now. I'm going to tell you why now that everybody's answered. Sure, go ahead. Because Donna whispered in your ear, no, it's 1999. So you said 2000 (laughs) and something. You said 2000 and something. Did you whisper? And Donna whispered, and I heard it in the mic, said, oh, 1999. Well, I'm glad you could hear it. (laughs) so she knows that this is the case. So I'm on Donna's side. It happened in 1999. Okay, I will say it. My reason is because I heard Donna say 1999, and I think Cal set it up. Oh, man. I think it was quiet. I heard the same thing. 1999. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. All right, guys, we need to have you... For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. Another Democrat has thrown his hat into the ring for president in 2020. Julian Castro made his announcement today in San Antonio. When my grandmother got here almost 100 years ago, I'm sure that she never could have imagined that just two generations later, one of her grandsons would be serving as a member of the United States Congress, and the other would be standing with you here today to say these words, I am a candidate for president of the United States of America. Castro, a former Obama cabinet member, follows Democratic U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren in launching of their campaigns. And Hawaii Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard is running for president in 2020. The Democrat and Iraq war veteran tells CNN's Van Jones in an interview that a formal announcement of her candidacy will come shortly. You're listening to USA Radio News. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now, and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-561-5716. That's 800-561-5716. Again, 800-561-5716. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264 Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264 You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. The question is, the Donna Clue of 1999 that Todd and I caught, sorry Denise, you didn't catch it, was that because she was in on the act, or was this an actual true case? I'm thinking more now, she's laughing, she was in on the act, and Cal, again, because this will be the fourth fake case in a row. And you know what, if he does more 
fake cases, I'm going to tell him start doing your research because I think he's running out of cases to find something <laughs> or he's getting lazy because he doesn't find cases out there. All right, roll, Cal. Well, let tell me tell you, the, the, the background of this is a comedian was uh, diagnosed as having heart problems. He goes to the doc. He goes then to the cardiologist. The cardiologist bypasses the wrong artery in the heart. And he sues for damage. The amount requested, by the way, this was in California, the amount requested $7.5 million, although California has limits on what people can actually recover in actuals. He requested $7.5 million. Those of you who say it was not a case, may I see your hand, please? Yes, Denise. Boy, I, I didn't think Donna would be that. She says, look, I'm not going to do that. Although we have a great idea going forward. She has too, Donna has too many morals. Cal will step below that line, but Donna will not. That's because we're playing a game. In games, it's okay to do that. Oh, yeah. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Come on. And let me give you the background. The comedian is the church lady, Dana Carvey. Oh! Oh, that's, I, I was close. Church lady. Yeah. Isn't that special? He was 42. Right, exactly. He was 42 at the time. He was diagnosed with heart trouble, went through all of this, missed out on a ton of work because after they did not go in and bypass that defective uh, graft, instead they went in and did a, an angioplasty, which now state-of-the-art is stents. They would have just pushed it open with a stent. Yeah. But they went in and pushed the, that open with an angioplasty. He recovered, but it took him oh, months and months and months. And he, the, the 7.5 was the actual damages in the case of wow. money he missed out on. So, so, wow. so he, 2001, maybe that was not when the – it was after that that the med mal stopped. What do you think? I don't remember the date. I don't know. But all I know I is this. They settled out of court. Oh. And so, therefore, there was no trial resolution. So, um, I don't – So, the we'll, plaintiff wins then? Yeah, yeah, plaintiff wins. Wow. And he, Dana Carvey, even though he missed out on all of that money – took all of it that he got, his share, and donated it to charitable causes, most of which was heart research to oh, move forward to treatment. I just love America. him. Isn't that great? Yeah. Let's give kudos to Dana Carvey. Radio Law Talk likes Dana Carvey. And We're also, uh, there was one other quick story about Dana Carvey. He um, was is very much the family man. When this happened, he, he said that he did not think about his career. He didn't think about anything. He just thought about his two kids and said, Lord, please, at least let me live until they're 18. Please let right, me live until right, they're 18. Right. And then was it he that he was talking with Jerry Seinfeld? Was it Carvey that he was having that discussion with? And Carvey looked at Seinfeld and said, you know, millions of people know your name, but only two will call you dad. Right. Aww. I thought, now that is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, two that he knows of. <laughs> That's no. what I was thinking. Oh. Two that you know of. <laughs> oh, good one, Denise. <laughs> you know, I'm afraid to do the 23 and me test. You know, I, oh, oh, <laughs> I just yeah. have to cop to it. I got one for Christmas. So I, 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 on, on that, I have, I have a bit of an anecdotal story where I embarrassed the snot out of my mother. I want to hear this. So I was at church. Oh, no. I went to oh, church. Here we go. Oh, one time wait, wait. you came to church? I went to church with my mother. How long ago was this? Oh, this was 1994? <laughs> it was before. Before I was married, wow. Okay, no. and at at the church we the, we went to on Father's Day, 
at the conclusion of the service, as well, all the fathers, please stand up, and then the youth will come, and they'll hand out brownies oh, to the yeah, father, yeah, right? A treat or some sort. Yeah, I yeah. see this. And coming. so, uh, you didn't stand so up, did you? we sat there, <laughs> and uh, and they said, well, all the fathers, please stand up, and it was very quiet, and I whispered in a very intentionally loud, audible whisper. Stage whisper. Yeah. Should I stand up just to cover my bases? <laughs> And your mother looks at you and says, oh. and She put her head down, and then people were turning around, looking at me, and like, eh, well, you know, you never know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great. My wife hates it because I always tell people, ask how long you've been married. I always, especially church people, I almost always make sure it's about two years less than my oldest daughter, you know? So if she's 30, that's like, oh, 28. 26, yeah. 28. And then, don't, don't you love it? You know what I love? I love to see the people's minds go. And it, especially, I'm sorry, but the, like, the wives are like going... What's just 25 minus 6 plus 2? Carry the 1. <laughs> carry the 1. <laughs> multiply by pi. Just, Wait a minute. <laughs> I just tell people we made it legal about five years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although for us, we celebrate our 48th wedding nice. anniversary this last week. Yeah, Congratulations. Congratulations, wow. Donna. How, how, right. how do you put up with that for 48 years? Donna, you must have been underage when you married <laughs> she, she was 12. <laughs> it was legal then. It was legal then. Yeah, I was married. Was married. Okay, let's go on and talk about 12 years. Oh, wait, i got to add up the scores. Okay, add up the score. <laughs> you know, while you're adding up the scores, I want to talk, remember this, was it last week or the week before? No, last week we talked about this lawsuit, um, or this, not the lawsuit, but the um, the the Mueller, uh, in the Mueller case, they're trying to receive, uh, they did subpoenas on a foreign business that's supposedly owned by a foreign country, and the subpoenas, they 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 said they're not going to produce this, these documents in the Mueller trial, in the Mueller investigation. And, um, in fact, uh, the lower federal court said you do. The appellate court said they do. And they still have not produced these documents. And a and contempt action has now been yes, brought against 50, this. At 50000 a day or something like yes, that? For not a penalty, a, a monetary penalty. penalty. And so what has happened is... Judge Roberts stood, stepped in, who's allowed to, who's the justice of the Supreme Court, um, and he kind of put a temporary stay on it until the government, they, they, uh, until the government was allowed to do, give their briefs. He stepped in at the request of one of the parties. That right. was one we covered last week. Right. He just they appealed. He, right. just, he just didn't say, you know what, I think I want to get involved here. No, no, he no. was requested. Right. It was yeah. appealed to him. And so he yeah. stepped in and put it in neutral until the government... Uh, gave uh, at least put their two cents worth in and, and, and brought in their arguments, which apparently occurred, and the arguments went before the court, and guess what? Whatever this investigation is, whatever this foreign country is, whatever this foreign business is, the Supreme Court has held that they have to obey and release these documents. So they have literally found that this company is not protected by the Foreign Sovereign Immunities Act right. and that they have to comply with the subpoenas and they have to produce the documents. And this went up in D.C. Circuit. So it went up to the Circuit Courts of Appeal and then it went up to the Supreme Court just for a Judge Roberts to give an extension of time, and then it went back, and then it came back up, and the Supreme Court has rejected the emergency appeal, and the contempt citation stands. Well, one thing I think that's interesting about this is still, we don't know the identity of this corporation. Or 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 the country. Or the country, but... But in the ruling, the court said 
that the company was not immune under FISA because of the exception to the doctrine for entities that engage in certain commercial activities in the U.S. So whatever corporation it is, they couldn't get out of it based on their arguments because they had done act had had engaged in commercial activities in the United States, which makes them subject to U.S. law. Which means they're a business and not a governmental entity. They're just wholly owned by a government. Now, what they try to do, and the reason we bring this Good up point. is the point is a lot of out of country businesses that are owned by princes or or government officials, they will try that. And remember, we had the. The litigation in the three-on-three thing, and there was some individuals that owned part of it, and the lawsuits, and the, and 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 there was one of it was a prince that owned mm-hmm. part of them, part of this company, and they tried to claim that the government owned it. Their government owned this business, not the prince, since the prince was part of the government. This was probably ten months. I don't know, seven it, months it ago. Was, it was. Remember the, it was. It wasn't it UFC based or something like that. He was a promoter and something, and then he he welched on his business. And, I thought and, it was that three on three. Maybe it was. The, it was the, the three on three. That's, that's what right. it was. That's he right. welched on it, and then they came down and tried to say, "Wait a minute, this is the prince of whatever it was of one of the it's Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia or whatever," yeah. and said. Oh my gosh! Nope, this is a government uh, entity, and it's owned by the government. This this uh, entity that bought into this three on three, and therefore we have immunities. And I don't remember what happened to that, but that's this is not the first time this has been argued, or what they do, or they sometimes foreign governments who try to own businesses or individuals in governments try to call it. The government. There is still a, a, another dispute that's been raised before the Supreme Court that hasn't been decided yet. And it doesn't really, I don't know exactly what it is because they're being so secret about what this is. Yeah, we, but we know that there's something that's going um, that's going on now. There's another dispute on legal merits. It's pending with the court. Well, and we, we are going to have to follow up with that. Yeah, we don't know which country it is or what business. But we're going to talk a little more about uh, Olivia de Havilland when we come back in her lawsuit. Stay with us. Tweet us at Radio Law Talk. This is Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. This is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Hello, this is Dr. Bill Deagle, MD of Nutramedical.com, announcing the breakthrough Red Deer Velvet DR. It delivers the protected building blocks of all organs and tissues, allowing your own stem cells as architects and engineers to regenerate you. Not since fetal life, when aging does not occur, has such an amazing Nutramed been available to help heal you and regenerate you. Anti-aging requires that you correct mineral, activate nutraceutical, and jump the gene defects and poor diet you have to deliver the cellular tools for regeneration. You must remove old damaged cells and replace them with your young healthy cells to wind the biological clock to a younger you. Order your Red Deer Velvet DR now at Nutramedical.com 24-7 or 888-212-8871. 
That's NutriMedical, N-U-T-R-I, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L.com, or call our order line, 888-212-8871. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist, Dr. Nathan Newman, took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Hey everyone, ProactiveMD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. ProactiveMD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece ProactiveMD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio. You heard right. Proactive MD plus free shipping and a free gift. The new charcoal pore cleansing brush. You'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee. You're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back. Call now. 1-800-583-8662. That's 1-800-583-8662. Or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Again, go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio. Any time, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Episodes of Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So Olivia de Havilland, those of you who are over 45 probably remember her, but she's a famous actress. She is the... Uh, in the female version of the Johnny Depp of the world, uh, she was famous in the 50s and the 40s and, and the 60s. She was Melanie um, in Gone with the Wind. Yes. That was one of my very favorite characters. She was absolutely gorgeous. of Robin Hood. She was in oh, that. that's right. And that's, that's an old one. But she she had, I can't remember. Look, I mean, Todd, you look up the credits of people. You know how to do that. But what? how many different movies or TV shows she's been in is, is is amazing. There's quite a few. But here's what we talked about before. Apparently, 
she has been she's kind of well known as been a pounder on those individuals that that uh, display her in a light that's less than than positive. And there are rules and regulations about what you can and can't do. But um, initially, she brought this lawsuit on uh, 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 about. Uh, I'm trying to think of the. the it's the uh, the makers of FX Feud. Um, and what it was, it was a, basically a show about her, and she claims, and it was, she was part of it as the history, and she was part of it, and and they're saying it it, it gave her a, put her in a bad light, a bad light, it disparaged her. Now you gotta understand, called, her, called her like a whiner and a gossiper yeah, and some you something know, like that. But yeah, she, but but it basically put her in 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 a in a poor light according to her. But the problem is she is a unknown person. Public She's figure. a public figure. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a star, and and there's First Amendment issues, and not only that, there's what's called California anti-slap laws, which basically is stops plaintiffs from suing individual. I mean, stops individuals from suing people who like are news anchors or news shows or attorneys or attorneys, whatever. When that, they have some qualified yeah. um, immunity for right. what they say. That's exactly you know, right. That it protects them under the First Amendment, freedom of speech and press and all exactly. that stuff. And so that's so to make a long story short, she brought this 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 case trying to show actual mouse. The the standard you've got to show is Actual intentional malice. You really tried, and they knew that they were intentionally trying to harm her. And the court said they they never met that standard. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court just uh, concluded that we're not even going to hear it. So right. So in other words, the lower appellate court's um, uh, right. ruling stands. Right. And she did not meet the burden of proof to show right. actual malice. Right. And what they do is they they deny cert is what they call it. And the Supreme Court says. Uh, Whatever's whatever they said, ditto, and that's what happened. So anyway, yeah, and, she and, lost. And you have to realize that somebody on a set somewhere could have said, "Oh yeah, De Havilland, In my opinion, she was a, a gossiper. Yeah, she or did or all a... this stuff." And so they, they, that's not malice. If you repeat something that somebody else has repeated, unless you absolutely know it's false. Yeah, honestly, there's not if, malice in that. And if it's that. your opinion, now I don't want to get into the details. We don't have time. But you know, just because you say it's your opinion doesn't necessarily mean it's not intentional. You see what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. generally speaking, uh, you know, people can have opinions, and so can news stories and television shows and stuff like that. Well, the thing about De Havilland is, so looking at her IMDb page, the International Movie Database, she has 159 titles associated wow. with her name, and that's wow. quite a, a long acting career. That's a catalog. And, and the fact is, 159 titles, each one of those represents a production with a crew, director, sound director, people that work with her. Guess what? You're going to find people in there that have positive opinions about her, negative opinions about her. Right. And, and you, you can't, just because you're her, that's what the slap, which is strategic lawsuit against public participation, that's what this law is for. You can't file a lawsuit just to avoid criticism. Right. Okay. I think another point to consider in that, Todd, and it's a great point, is that when you're out and you have that many production credits or whatever it is that you do, 
one brief encounter with one person that lasts 15 to 20 seconds can form their lifelong opinion of you because they right. see you up on on the screen and then they've had this one little personal encounter and if you happen to be in a hurry or you dismissively brush past them or whatever oh that person's a jerk they're mean you, you know what I, I mean that can happen you have to think often. about the times too in the times she would have signed with her um, uh, movie company mm-hmm. she would have signed a contract that had a moral clause in it right. and she would be very hypersensitive to any kind of bad light type of um, saying about her in public because that could violate her contract. Um, it, it, that's not so common anymore, but that totally is really Boy, common back in the day, right? Yeah. Just think of her credit, the payments that are Chris. I don't know how big, like Gone with the Wind, she's going to make a oh. buck or two for the oh my and her family will too. Well, and it just depends think, on the deal. Maybe yeah. she didn't own a piece of the back end. Uh, that's it true. On the deal, and yeah. with with regard to Gone with the Wind, there were rumors that circulated that her and Vivian Lee didn't get along. And really, they capitalize. Paramount, all these movie places will capitalize on that kind of rumor, if you will, because it would get people to the to right. movies to see them. You know, so that's well. There you go. 102. Yeah. You lose your maybe your last case of your life. I don't know. At 102, she's still going. She looks strong. great for she's 102, man. Yeah, we got NFL issues too, don't we? Oh gosh, Todd. They are, you know, the NFL stands for not for long if you're going to be dealing with stuff <laughs> like this. But uh, the first one that we've got with the NFL is the lawsuit that happened in New Jersey. What's going on with that, Denise? Well, that we covered that last year, and um, it's where a person got a ticket out of the lottery, and in New Jersey they had a particular statute that said if whatever's offered to the ninety-five percent of all of the offerings have to be made to the public, and so. So that went all the way to the Supreme Court of New Jersey, and the New Jersey ruled, well, first of all, that statute's been changed. That's so very let's important. Back up. This is the NFL, they're selling the tickets? Yes, NFL selling the tickets. 35% gets shared on the host teams. Uh, 35% goes... This is for the Super Bowl? Yes. Gotcha. 35% are shared in the teams in the Super Bowl, and 35% uh, is goes to other NFL teams. 25% of the tickets goes to the league-connected individuals and entities, and only 1% was given by lottery to the public. To the public. So right. they're claiming that that... Uh, violated no not unconstitutional but violated the statute in gotcha. New Jersey that said you have to do 95% to the public and that statute has been amended um, but that's not really the important thing the important thing is that they ruled that the sell of 1% of the tickets did not violate that now repealed huh. law because there was only 1% offered to and that was 100% of what was offered to the public it was wow. kind of a cute Bizarre. way to get around it, huh? That was a way to get around it. Yeah. Well, the NFL's also got an issue with the uh, concussion settlement they've agreed to. Let me ask you this. Have you guys ever been in a situation where the you got a group of people, like a band or something like that, and you guys all agree, unless we all agree on it, we don't do it, which right. basically gives any one person the veto power for the entire group, right? Right. When you engage in a situation like that, nothing ever gets accomplished of any uh, import. Well, when they reached the settlement for the uh, for the concussion protocol and the concussion stuff with the NFL, there was language in the appeal that or in the settlement that said one group of doctors may evaluate and may deviate from the strict protocols of another group so long as they're substantially similar. Okay, and the NFL didn't like that. The NFL appealed that. And, and set this appeal out 
and, and it really came as a shock to the other people who entered into the settlement agreement. They didn't like that language because the NFL basically said, no, no, it all has to be adherent to the strictest. So basically what the NFL is saying is if all the doctors don't agree on it, then it didn't happen. Right, so you can't deviate from the norm. Yes, and they had this appeal, and it was just really wreaking havoc on the families of the deceased and those who had suffered brain injury. And at the 11th hour, just before they were to go argue that, the NFL dropped their appeal, I think possibly because of the PR damage they were dealing with here. So now the individual plaintiffs um, can have their doctors, their group of doctors, render their opinions about concussion, even if it deviates from the strictest, as long as it's still using generally accepted principles. And what made this appeal so damaging to the plaintiffs was that there were seven claims where they stayed the payment on the claims. Yep. And that's why this appeal was just, everybody thought it was repugnant. These are true victims. They need to be paid. All right. If those of you, we have all these topics that come up. It's always the latest topics of the day. If any of you out there are listening and want to say, hey, can you talk about this topic? We're not guaranteed we're going to talk about it, but email us at info at Radio Law Talk, and we can look at that and see if there's, there's a topic we can discuss. Uh, next week, who knows what we're going to talk about. We never say what we're talking about next week because we look at the week, like this coming week, whatever's hot this week, we're going to talk about. We have fun here. Thanks, Todd. Thanks, Denise. Thank you, Donna. And thank you, Cal. I'm Fred Penny, your host. This is Radio Law Talk. Join us next week, live, 9 to noon, every single Saturday. See ya. This is Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now 800-503-8625 800-503-8625 800-503-8625